putting you in charge of your money. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. If you missed anything on this weekend's show, we invite you to subscribe to the Success in the New Retirement podcast. It is available wherever you find your favorite show. A full archive of shows this weekend show will be available as well. Again, just put a search on it, Success in the New Retirement. Appreciate you listening this weekend, 480-680-6868 to reach out to the team at Acute Wealth Advisors. And Matt Deaton, it was this week back in 1994 that MLB team owners canceled the rest of the regular season. That included the World Series, and this was all due to the player strike. Now, in the end, it cost $500 million in ownership revenue and over $230 million in player revenue. Like, but the good news was that the baseball season was finally cut short. <laughs> That's yeah, what oh, it oh, finally did. <laughs> hey, look, did you see all the new rules that they're coming out with for next season? I saw a few of those. No more shifts, uh, bigger bases, a pitch clock. Look, I'm a baseball fan. Yeah, the bigger basis thing is funny. Like they were saying, like, why are they doing it? I thought maybe it was for player safety, like giving more room for the you know the runner to get to the base and uh-huh. not have a conflict or whatever. They were saying it's for stealing that they want to make it easier for the person to steal that you're a little bit closer to the other base and that base that you're running to is a little bit closer to you. Really? So, yeah. I, so I'm sure the catchers hate it because now people are going to be running on them because, you know, it's now a foot or, or so mm-hmm. shorter. I thought that was, I, I didn't even recognize that or realize that that was one of the reasons they were doing it. I honestly thought the bigger base was for ad revenue. I thought that <laughs> think about it. There's ads everywhere to baseball game now. Why not put it on the base? Yeah. If they can put sure. a little Home Depot logo or a Coca-Cola logo on top of first base. Why not? Hey, out of all these rules, you know what I wish they would change? And I love baseball. Shorten the season. It's so long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you got that down to like, oh. I don't know, 130, 140 games, yeah. it'd be so much better. I mean, baseball now starts at the end of March. I think 2023 opening day is in March. And then the World Series for next season doesn't end until November. That's ridiculous. But there's a lot of TV money in that. But I say all that to say they canceled the 94 season uh, all because of the player-owner strike. So my question to you is, and we talked about this as we wrapped up segment one, we often say that there's nothing wrong with getting that second opinion if our needs are not being met. And that's what the players and the owners felt like. So if someone listening this weekend, they have a current advisor, they really feel like that, you know what, I'm just not getting the phone call. It's a big box location. They're up in, you know, New York, Chicago, California. I just don't hear from them enough. How hard is it to cancel that agreement and just at least begin the conversation with yourself, with Damon Roberts? Well, so I actually had a call from an individual. He had attended one of our workshops that we had done, and it was literally like, you know, three or four years ago. I had to go back and look at old notes to kind of understand a little bit more about a situation. And so he called me, I called him back and I said, Hey, you know, I, I looked up the notes, got a little bit of information on you. You know, I noted that you, you were kind of frustrated with your accounts. You're wanting to make some changes, but the problem was that your, your wife's brother was your financial advisor. Mm. And he's like, yep. And he's like, that's how it is still. And he's like, and we've spent the past three or four years. Our money's not growing. It's only going down. He hasn't contacted us about anything. We haven't had a conversation about different strategies. We're basically doing nothing. And so he's like, I'm ready to talk to you. I want to get this done. Um, But we're going to have to convince my wife because this is going to mean that we're going to have to potentially pull money from her brother. And so we're, we're having this conversation. I said, look, I said, you know, he's like, and he, and he started going through some of the things that they, they're concerned about. He's got a lot of stock in, in just one or two companies. He, he actually worked for Intel. He had a lot of Intel stock and Intel stock. If you've looked at that, it hasn't done much of anything. 
Um, and he's just been collecting a dividend and watching the stock go down. And, and he's he's really frustrated. And so I was giving him all kinds of ideas. I was going to say, well, this is what we would do in that situation. Here's some strategies I would have you think about. And we had this nice conversation. And he said, you know what? In the past 15 minutes, I've heard more about strategy. I've heard more about things that I could be doing to improve my financial situation than I did the past four or five, six, even probably 10 years with my brother-in-law. And so I said, okay, well, how are we going to approach this going forward? He's like, well, I'm going to get you over all my statements and I'm going to set up a time. But basically, we got to have a conversation and hopefully we can get my wife on board with making a change or doing something. And so how hard is it to move the accounts over? How hard is it to you know reposition portfolio? That's not hard. We can do that. We can handle all of that. That's not a problem. But in this particular situation, the hard part is breaking up with the with the brother-in-law, right? Mm. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. It's that relationship that they had with that other advisor that they're worried a little bit. And so there's lots of ways that potentially could be done. I told him, I said, you know what? I'm willing to, to venture that your your wife's probably not willing to just pull the entire portfolio, everything from your her brother and move everything all at one time. But perhaps we could find identify a few of the accounts and we split the difference. Maybe he still manages some of those. Maybe we do that. And then you get an opportunity to compare those results. In a year from now, six months from now, two years from now, we could come back and look at how that's done. And then maybe perhaps there's some evidence there that would tell you, yeah, there's a better way. We could be doing something different. And then she'd be willing to make more of a move, maybe move everything over to us. And so that's likely scenario. And so, again, if you're driving around and you're listening to that and you're like, well, that situation kind of applies to me or I'm not tied to my financial advisor. But, you know, one of the, the objections that we get from a lot of people is they're just scared to death. They are worried. They don't know who to trust. They've been burned in the past. They've made changes or they've done it on their own or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And they just they just are worried about who they choose to manage their funds. How do they figure out where who that person is? And the thing I would tell people is, number one, you need to just have that sit down conversation with them and find out how they approach a financial plan. And I can't tell you how many times when I've sat with someone and we kind of gone through things, the comment back to us has been, man, that's the first time someone's taken the time to explain the difference between the, a mutual fund and an ETF. That's the first time anybody sat down and explained to me the various fees I'm paying inside of this variable annuity and how that's affecting my performance. And so what Damon and I's approach is, is we say, look, we should be able to, if we understand what we're doing on a day-to-day basis to manage a portfolio, we should be able to explain that at a level that anybody, no matter what their understanding of finance and investments, and things like that, that they can understand that. Now, when we say understand it, we want them to be participating in understanding why we're doing some of the things we're doing, what are the strategies we're going to implement, how that's going to protect their wealth, how that's going to provide income, how they're going to draw money, what's liquid. We want them to understand those basic things. And so if you go, the analogy we give is you go to a doctor, they say, you know what, we're recommending that you have this surgery. Again, most people would want to understand, well, why am I having the surgery? What's the recovery? What's the risks? You know, what are the benefits that are going to come from this? 
as far as getting in the nitty gritty of how this doctor is going to perform this surgery and how he's going to put you under anesthesia and how he's going to cut you open and how he's going to, you know, sew you back up and all of those type of things. Most of us don't need that much detail. Right. But we definitely want the high level. And so Damon and I, we try to give people the high level, help them understand, help them participate in building out that financial plan. So they have some ownership. They understand why they're doing it. They've been educated. And then the details and the more strategic things and the more technical part of that financial plan, we'll handle that. That's our job. But we want you to be involved in the plan and we want you to be educated well enough to understand why you're doing those things. And, I, and that's the feedback is that people find most helpful with what we do is they're like, finally, I have some ownership and I understand what I'm doing. And I understand why you're recommending the strategies because you've taken the time to educate me. And that's what we say all the time here on success in the new retirement is the goal is to educate. The goal is to inform as well. And there is a no judgment zone. So if you come in, you shouldn't be embarrassed about your life's work. If you're going to sit down with Matt Deaton and say, I'm not quite sure I understand the rules behind an RMD. Like, can you explain that to me? And they're going to talk to you like an adult, but they're going to explain it and put it in terms that you understand. Because again, this is your life's work. This is your nest egg. That's your retirement. 480-680-6868. Take advantage of that complimentary Morningstar portfolio analysis from the team at Acute Wealth Advisors. We're going to customize a plan or like we were just talking about, maybe you have an advisor and just not getting your needs met. Nothing wrong with getting that second opinion. So let's adjust your plan as needed. One more time. 480-680-6868. We have a representative standing by right now to talk to you, to get you on the calendar, to meet with the team at Acute Wealth Advisors. And Matt, during these really volatile times right now, as we're talking about maybe somebody that already has an advisor, but what about the DIY uh, retirement plans, the people who get their information off Google, the people who was like, oh, I put it together on my own for so long. You know, what is your advice to them as the interest rate and inflation and the market continues to fluctuate? You know, when you talk to them, what are you telling those clients? Well, again, right now I, I was reading a pretty well-respected financial, you know, technical analysis and he, and he puts out all kinds of stuff on a daily basis on Twitter and different things. So it was just kind of the direction he sees what's going on with the market, what he's forecasting. And he said some interesting things after the inflation rates came out and he, he kind of made some points on things that people should be doing right now because he was basically saying, look, you are heading into a very volatile period of time and you need to be careful. And he said this, he said, if you are new to trading, if you don't have very much experience or you have been allowing your portfolio to just, you know, kind of go up and down with the markets, he said, you should probably place a close attention and take a valuable lesson and sit on the sidelines. This is a lifetime opportunity to learn what to do and most importantly, not to do during the most volatile time of a bear market or crash if we get one. So his thing was, if you're a newbie to this, if you're not educated, if you're not understanding this, right now is one of those dangerous times for a do-it-yourself person because they're likely to make really critical mistakes in a very volatile period of time. And so he's throwing the caution thing out there saying, hey, if you're trying to do this on your own, you know, be careful because this is where you can make some of those mistakes that are very difficult to recover from. Matt, that's why you're going to sit down with somebody and take a look at that plan at no cost, no obligation, because like I said, they're fiduciaries, their goal, they have your best interest in mind. Give the team at Acute Wealth Advisors a call and take advantage of that complimentary consultation. If you have that 250000 in assets, sit down, 
Let's begin the conversation. No cost, no obligation to you. 480-680-6868 or online at successinthenewretirement.com. When we get back, how to better prepare so we have the strategies in place when the volatility hits. We'll get to that plus more. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. If there's something you missed on this week's show, or maybe you want to hear it again, subscribe to Success in the New Retirement Podcast. We have new shows weekly and a full archive covering upcoming tax changes, RMDs, and of course, your retirement planning. The Success in the New Retirement Podcast, now available wherever you subscribe to your favorite shows.